Welcome to Making Sense Out of Autism. I'm Pam Katoo. And I'm Pat Miller. And we are the co-founders of Beloved Bath. Beloved Bath is a candle and soap company with a mission of meaningful employment for people with autism. And we work with sense every day and we try to make sense out of autism. We started the company for our children who are young men now. They're both 20 years old and uh, they are the reason behind Beloved Bath and they're our inspiration. And we have been getting a lot of emails from all of you asking us some different questions. So we thought instead of just responding to each email individually, which we do, if you email us, we'll always get back to you. We thought we would answer some questions and hopefully it can help some other people too. Sounds good. I'm going to start us off, Pat, with the first question. Sure. So the first question that we receive and that we hear from a lot of people is how did we choose what type of business to do? There are a lot of autism families out there who worry about the future, which we've talked about before. And we know it's slim pickings when it comes to jobs. So we're seeing more and more um, families and businesses looking to, to employ individuals with autism and to start something that they think would be a good fit for their specific needs of their children. So children and their programs. We get uh, reach outs from some programs that are looking to have a business too, because a business can offset the cost of running a, um, an adult day program. Yeah. I mean, we know for sure that the current adult day programs in the state of New Jersey run on a deficit. And so there does need to be another piece, be it fundraising or a business to help support and, um, you know, uh, bridge the gap with the cost of maintaining an adult program. So um, back to that question, how do we choose what type of business? I think the most important thing is that you have to be passionate about what it is and it needs to be a good fit for the people or the person you're hoping to employ. Absolutely. Um, I'm a baker. I love to uh, make different desserts. Kelly, who works for us, one of our employees, calls Beloved Bath Baking for the Bathroom. And I always thought I would open a bakery, but Justin has a lot of food allergies and definitely being in a bakery was not appropriate for him. So like Pat was saying, I had to take into account what would work for Justin. Pat and I early on joined forces and we were part of a great group of parents that started a school for children with autism a labor of love and a lot of teamwork. And Pat and I always knew that we wanted to do something together. Our children have a lot of similarities. So we had different ideas and we tried different things. We tried a greenhouse, didn't work. Uh, we, we just thought we would stumble upon something and that's exactly what happened. Right. And I mean, it wasn't like we went in saying this is what we were going to do. We knew we needed something that was 
um, very specifically task oriented that could be broken down into simple steps and taught to all um, levels of individuals on the spectrum. And so um, you've heard our story before, but basically it started with one product, which is our bath salts. And um, we didn't know it would be a business. We started, we enjoyed it. Our boys enjoyed it. We Mm -hmm. gave it to friends and family and then people asked to buy it. So Yep. And that's how it started. And then what we realized is we can break that up. There's, you know, the making of the salts, there's the labeling of the salts, there's the packaging, there's the tops that they paint. So we were able to bring in some artistic skills that our kids had. And so it really just kind of grew. And then from that product, it grew to the other products. So we didn't have the vision of Beloved Bath the way it is now. We started with a product and a specific task, and that's basically how we got the idea. But the passion behind it was that we needed our kids to have employment when they turned 21. And we wanted to be able to serve other individuals like our children or young adults to be able to have a vocation that they could enjoy, they could do successfully, and that would be um, able to be able to be profitable so that they could be paid for their time. And one other thing, one last thing about how did we choose what type of business We asked people a lot of questions when we discovered that these bath salts were something that could be the seed of the business. We went out, we went into the community, we met with different people who had similar businesses, and people are really, really willing to share ideas. There's a store in Montclair called Dolly Moo, and they welcomed us in, gave us great ideas, helped us find our packaging. They were the ones who suggested soap. We weren't even thinking in that direction. So in addition to having something start in an organic way, talk about it with people. Go out, find people who are doing things that are similar. They're always willing to help when you explain to them that it is for people who have disabilities. Another question we get is how much money to start this? And that is, um, it's always an impediment to starting any sort of business. So initially, we just bought salts and essential oils basically out of our budgets, that our household budgets. Nothing, right. we didn't spend too much money. But, but then when we realized that this could be a business and that we had to make a commitment in order to grow it, how much do we? Yeah, I, I think what we did was we put either a thousand or fifteen hundred dollars each. That was the budget we started with. We took each of us took that from our personal accounts and put it into a business account, and that's all that it was right. to begin with. So I think that was covered our legal fees yes. to become an LLC. Mm-hmm. You can do it on less of a budget. You certainly can, but there's not a tremendous investment to start a business and. If you start it as a home-based business, then your costs are so much less. And that's what we that's did. That's what we did. Yeah. And then we also, going back to the point of people in the community helping you, is, you know, we had to learn. We weren't born soap makers. Mm-hmm. There wasn't anything we knew how to do. So we found lots of uh, tutorials online. It's amazing what you can find online these days. We found um, a woman who hosts classes out of Jersey City, right? Um, and yeah. done a bunch of classes with her, and she's excellent. So. I initially wanted to get into candles, and Pat was hesitant, but tell them what 
pulled you on over to that. Yeah, it was, you know, I was a little worried about the candles because of the, the heat and the pouring and if there was going to be a danger to all. And candles employees. are complicated. And it's not easy. Yes. However, um, I had a dream one night. <laughs> And, um, yeah, and, 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 and I also, when I, you know, those Facebook games that you play, I put in my stuff and it came back that in another life, I was a candle maker. So she came in and said, I was a candle maker in another life. I said, okay, if that's not a sign, let's go. Let's go. And so we started the candles. And again, you think about that. It is our biggest, one of our biggest sellers and our most profitable products are the candles. And again, gives us so many different places and opportunities for employment. There are the makers, there are the wickers, there are the pourers, there are the cleaners, there are the labelers, there are the packagers. So even though I was very hesitant in the beginning, the pouring is just one part. And like everything else, not everybody is doing everything in this job. And so we can really tailor it to the specific needs of each young adult that's working for us. And we're so happy to have the candles because they have become such a primary part of our line. Absolutely. And that's just an, an example of things going organically, trying things. It's almost like spilling out a soda and seeing what direction <laughs> the spill goes. I mean, it's, it's purposeful in that you want to do other things, but it's also a lot of, a lot of luck, a lot of trial, experimenting. Yeah, trial trial and error. Error. Yep. I mean, Which brings us to our next question about problems mm-hmm. that we've encountered. Yep. I mean, there's many problems that come uh, along the way, but one of them is that it's not being like so firm that you can't make changes. So you may re- remember for some of us who, some of us who have known each other for a while and have been longtime customers that we used to make bath bombs and we love bath bombs. It's such a big, you know, popular uh, product with the young teenagers, but bath bombs are really difficult to make. And just like teenagers, they're <laughs> finicky. They're finicky. It depends on the weather. We would make them with our uh, young individuals with autism and then they would fall apart and they would get upset. And so there was just, there were just lots of obstacles with that. And it, it was hard mm-hmm. to say, we're not going to do it anymore because they were we invested with money and we invested in money and a huge press. And, um, but we decided that that was not the right product for our um, employment, you know, uh, employees. And so, you know, sometimes you have to be willing to let it go. and Which I, is hard when you're committed to something. And you've invested in money. I mean, the money we spent on that bath bomb press was probably one of the biggest and most expensive early on. pieces of equipment mm-hmm. that we had to invest in early on. And so, you know, there's lots of uh, false starts. There's lots of changes that come along the line. There's lots of things that um, you think are going to sell really well, and then they don't. Shocking when you spend a lot of time and invest a lot of effort into a new product. We, our first shiver scrubs, we love them. And, uh, unfortunately when we shipped them, they leaked <laughs> all over. So that was another problem that we had, um, encountered. And I guess just being flexible is, is really important. And we're getting a bunch of problems now, uh, due to the realities from COVID and, I'm sure everyone realizes that there are limits on uh, products, component products. We've had a very hard time. We've had to switch our uh, manufacturers of jars and supplies are hard to come by. Impossible. <laughs> yeah. So we actually 
pre-bought everything for the holiday season, which was hard for us because we had to spend a lot of money up front. Usually we kind of roll it out and buy, uh, you know, quarterly, but we basically went ahead and bought over the summer for the rest of the year. So it's just a lot of kind of Mm -hmm. thinking on your feet and adjusting. So if you end up getting a salt jar that's a little bit taller, that's an example (laughs) where we have, we just had to be really flexible and we're also encountering issues with shipping where unfortunately our customers are waiting for their packages a few days longer than they yeah. would be. And the shipping costs have gone up both with regular mail and UPS. So there's just some things you can't control and flexibility and adaptability is key. Another question is how long until we were profitable? Mm-hmm. So I would say the first two years, we pretty much broke even. Um, so with a new business, that is pretty good. So I hear. Um, remember, Pam and I do not take a salary. So breaking even was really just about being able to pay employees and be able to buy the raw materials needed to create all the beautiful products that Beloved Bath makes. Um, in the last two years, we have turned a profit. Um, and every year, it's a slight increase. So we remain hopeful that every year will continue to be that way. But Again, you're not going into this to make tons of money. I mean, the mission here was really to be able to employ a good amount of individuals with us and be able to pay them for a job well done, which is so needed in this community. Right. Our hopes are that in the future, we will be able to grow and employ more people but Pat and I, and you have to take a look at this if you're doing it for yourself. And if, if you need to, if you're leaving a job and you need to pull a salary, um, that just factors into your pricing and right. different people do it for different reasons. Our reason is to be a profitable business that can pay the employees mm-hmm. and continue to grow. Yep. So another question we got is how do we get our name out there? And that was through a lot of networking, autism groups. We got some local press, which is pretty easy to get if you reach out to people and show them your products, talk about your mission. And when you get press, it really snowballs and leads to sales. So many yeah. more sales yeah. and it's, then more pr- bigger press. Yes. It, it, it's really interesting because even when Northwestern Mutual did the commercial, it doesn't say Beloved Bath anywhere in right. the commercial, but every time that commercial played, it would translate into sales, which was amazing to me because people are actually taking the time to Google Northwestern Mutual Life. So, autism. Autism. So, so yourself, to yes. find us and then go ahead and browse through our online store and buy. And so, you know, we cannot underestimate the power of press, magazine articles, local papers, the local patches. Everyone has been so welcoming. Yeah, the local ones Mm -hmm. really have a big impact too. Also, there is social media and I was given some really good advice from my next door neighbor who has a, give her a shout out, a baby bedding company called Rookie Humans. And she said, start your social media even before you start your business so that when you're finally 
getting followers, they don't just come and see one post. So we started posting even before we were ready to go. And we just took nice pictures. And as you grow your social media following, uh, you can do ads through Instagram and Facebook. We also go to a lot of events, a lot of local um, programs, uh, holiday shopping, just getting out there and meeting people is really how the business grows, word of mouth, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of questions we get to about our favors and what kind of favors do we make? And we do have a small line of favors. Most of them are individual soaps. Um, but we do roses and we do these pretty hearts, hearts and you can use them for birthdays and bridal showers and weddings. Weddings. We do wedding favors. Some people mm-hmm. get the regular size candles for wedding favors, especially now that events are becoming smaller. People are trying to be more impactful Mm -hmm. in the favors and the giving and the mission and the meaning. So we will work with you. Just contact us if you are interested in a, in any favors. A question we get a lot is about our lavender products and does lavender really soothe people? Is it really as um, potent, magical, I would say, um, as we found it to be? And I would say yes. It is, lavender has always been an herb that people have associated with calm and soothing. It's obviously not a medicine. Right. It's not just a medical, the smell right. of it. It just relaxing. sort of brings you yeah. down. And it is, Amen. our lavender set is our bestseller. And so um, it does show us that people are finding that sense to also be something calming and that they enjoy. And so that will continue to be the forefront of our business. And again, where we started. So we'll always hold a special part in our hearts. <laughs> <laughs> so how many employees do we have? Well, currently... So first of all, we have employees and trainees, and the trainees are people who come to us from partner schools, and they're doing job sampling. So they'll come one or two days a week and try out different jobs, and maybe they'll rotate through for a couple of months. Maybe they'll continue to come. And if somebody has a child under 21 and they are interested in being a trainee, your school needs to contact us. We don't make any of those arrangements ourselves. Yeah. And currently we have about five schools that are working with us. And we're very excited about that because uh, before we moved into our space, we only had one school that was really um, part of that partnership. So this new space has allowed us to be able to increase that to five. We're excited about mm-hmm. that. So we have 10, not including us. 10 employees in total. Everyone is part-time and eight of our employees have disabilities. Yep. And they're all getting paid for their work here. So absolutely. Everyone gets paid the same, whether they have a disability or not. That's extremely important. Mm -hmm. And also legally for those people who are looking to start a business, you can't pay uh, people uh, different a different salary roles, right. for the same role. So yes. we 
although we did just promote somebody, our, yeah, yes. one of our <laughs> longstanding employees with autism. Kelly just got a promotion. Shout out to Kelly. So she is in a new role of lead and is getting paid a little bit more and is working on helping train some of the other employees. And we're very excited because she has done amazing work for us for the last few years. And we were happy to be able to give her that promotion. She definitely deserves it. So do we have any job openings now? We get that question pretty much daily. And Pat keeps the waiting list. So you would want to email pat at belovedbath.com. And basically what we do is a first come, first serve uh, when we have openings, which we're hoping to have in the new year, then we would contact uh, the individual or the parent if the parent is applying on their behalf and have them come in and see if there is uh, a, good a fit. fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it, it has to be something that somebody likes to do. Mm-hmm. So some people have also asked, is there anything to do in the meantime before we have jobs? Or there are a lot of people who reach out to us, but they are not local to Maplewood, mm-hmm. New Jersey. And we are starting up an affiliate program. And what that means is if you would like to be an affiliate, it is a way to earn money for yourself, your person who has autism, your your company, company, your your group, anything. So you basically would get an affiliate page. It looks exactly like our landing page, but if you send out, the link and people come to beloved bath through your affiliate page, then you would get a percentage of all of those sales and you can track it and see what's going on. So if you're interested in that, email Pat, email me at Pat, the organized one. Pat at beloved bath. Cause it is a really nice way to be able to still be involved if you're further away or if you're you know, organization would like to do something, even just for the holidays. Maybe you want to do a holiday shop for your school, and this is a way to get your classrooms to be able to participate. Right. Absolutely. Um, All right. And then lastly, (laughs) a lot of questions are just, you know, we know that parents with autism, especially moms, have very high stress levels. We've talked about it on other podcasts. I think we, unlike any other disability, have the highest stress. most likely because of the unpredictability of autism. And we get asked the question, how do you keep it all together? I mean, between work and your kids and the schools, and we're going through transition right now. So applying for the DDD, taking the applying New Jersey CAD, right, adult, yeah, services. adult services, finding adult, adult programs. I mean, it's a lot and we know it and we might be sitting here sounding nice and calm <laughs> and able to do it all. But the bottom line is we feel the same stress. We are just trying to open up our, you know, knowledge and experience to help others. And so we are here as always. If there's questions, if there are things you want to discuss, you know, turning anywhere from 18 to 21 is a really hard time. I know we did a whole podcast on this, but it's like, relearning all new language all over again. It's like diagnosis all over again. And since we are really in the heat of it right now, yes, um, feel free to reach out to us because we would love to share what we've learned and, you know, sort of pitfalls to avoid. And we have lots of contacts that can help in that area, including great attorneys and um, advocates. So 
please, again, do not be afraid to reach out to us at Pat at Beloved Bath or Pam at Beloved Bath because we'd love to support you. So we are really excited about our new intention candle line, and we want to tell you a little bit about that. Most of our candles are very much about the fragrance, the scent, and what it evokes. Um, the apple orchard, if you were to take a go apple picking, take a walk in an apple orchard, that's what you would smell. Our pumpkin spice, if you're making a pumpkin pie. So everything is my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) I love the chai tea, I have to say. (laughs) That one is a delicious Mm -hmm. one. But Pat and I, in terms of our coping skills and how we get through it, we are very intention-based and we will set an intention and think about what it is that we want. And we did that with our business in terms of setting the intention of having a successful business. And sometimes even just saying things out loud, we will have a successful business. We will employ people with autism. And we wanted to do that with our candle line. And we have three candles in this line. And there are just three different intentions that we really feel like encompass what we have gone through as autism parents. We've definitely talked about the idea of love over fear and doing everything from a point of love and not allowing fear into the driver's seat. Courage is another big one to just really be brave because it's hard to be an autism mom. It is scary. And you're braver than you think. And this candle is to remind you of that when you have feel that you don't have yeah. the courage to be brave. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then our last one, which we just added, and this was the hardest one to get the scent right. And that is our faith candle. And um, to me, it smells like church, <laughs> uh, the Jewish girl, knowing what church <laughs> smells like. But the the incense, just the idea of almost a spiritual feeling a surrounding yourself with all of the sense and and having faith that it'll be okay no matter yeah. what you were doing even if it's with, not okay in the moment right. it will be okay will eventually be okay, eventually to have faith and to believe so we're very proud of these candles they're beautiful they're in very nice uh candle vessel yeah, and you should check it bigger. out much yeah, bigger 12 candles. Candles. yeah you should check it out on the website mm-hmm. and we are going to be offering a 20 percent off on these if you email pat she'll send you a coupon at pat at belovedbath.com yes get yours today the holidays are coming yeah. <laughs> So we wanted to thank you once again for thank listening you. to us and, to, and for supporting us. And we hope we were able to answer some of the questions that you emailed us with and some of the questions you might be thinking about and didn't email us with. So, yeah, keep them coming because mm-hmm. we can definitely do this again. And every question out there helps so many people. Yes. So we're hoping that this resonates with you. Thank you. Thanks.